Hello and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi, Dan. Hi. How's your week been? Yeah, well, it's good. Like, fine. I was supposed to have a dishwasher delivered and <gasps> then it didn't show up. Oh. Fuming. Absolutely fuming. What were you going to do about it? Probably just carry on washing up and wait for them to actually follow through on delivering the By dishwasher. hand? I know, it's really annoying. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sometimes I do Hear myself, just to be clear. Uh, last week we talked about the Lightyear second trailer we did, that yeah. released uh, for it. Um, annoyingly, Universal released the trailer for Jurassic World Dominion about two hours Yeah, I'll after. be having some words with them. Yeah. Because they need to start giving us that stuff in a prompt and timely manner. Yeah. I just ended heads up. We're, we're, we're special. Mm. We're How did you feel about the Jurassic World trailer? I, actually, I quite liked it. I don't think I loved the second one. Fallen right. Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I loved the first Jurassic World. Okay. I think it's the second best Jurassic Park movie. Whoa. I thought it was terrific. I know a lot of people really dogged on it because I think mm. hating on Chris Pratt's the cool thing to it's do. It's also, it's, it's more fun to dog on things than it is to do. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah. I think it's a genius movie. Yeah. I think there's a lot of subtleties to it. That, uh, don't pull that face at me, Adam. Fallen Kingdom, the second best Jurassic No, no, I said Jurassic World is the second best. Fallen Kingdom is not. I didn't like, I didn't like Sorry, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Retract the face, yeah. if you could. I... <laughs> Did you have any, any, any uh, strong feelings about Laura Dern? Well, so... Saying the names of the characters? Because that for me was like, oh, I see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I, um, yeah, when like Laura Dern and Sam Neill show up, you're like, mm. oh my God, this is amazing. Like when Jeff Goldblum was in Demi like, was in uh, Fallen yeah. Kingdom, you're like, oh cool, Jeff Goldblum is back. Yeah. But now like the three of them are back and they're on stage. My one sort of like E to it is they're wearing the exact same costumes they wore in the first movie. I'm like, yeah. that's a step too far. That, just, that's a nostalgia step too far. You know in the Harry Potter movies, whenever they see Harry Potter and they go, Harry Potter. It's that. It's that same thing of, you know, they, they see each other and they say each other's names in a really weird way. Yeah. And I'm into it. I enjoyed that. I felt very, I felt very, oh, that's nice. Alan Grant. Yeah. Ellie Sadler. <laughs> Ian Malcolm. It's like, I, I now the trailer voiceover doesn't need to do it. Yeah. Like, no one knows what Chris Pratt's character's name is. <laughs> Chris Pratt. <laughs> But anyway, we, we talked, what did you make of the trailer? Because I thought it was quite cool. And I like the idea of an actual Jurassic world. Yeah, and well, funnily enough, I actually listened to the original Jurassic Park book um, during last lockdown. Mm -hmm. Read very atmospherically, by the way. Yeah, and, and did you enjoy all of the extra research that Michael Crichton had done, where he was like, I mean, I can't fit this into the prose, but I'm just going to put, put it into it the anyway. book anyway. So much. I had a great, I love a bit of research. You know that bit, like, when, like, because I, I love the book. Mm. There's a moment when like it's real tense and high drama, and it just comes back to Ian Malcolm because he's been injured, and he just talks about like um, like chaos theory and all this yeah. stuff. And it's about eighty pages long. It's nice and to have it's a reader. <laughs> like here is what chaos theory is. Just FYI, if you go, yeah, no, I'm 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 into it. I'm a big fan. I and then so because I had listened to that, I had that very fresh in my mind, and then I saw the movie again in in 4DX when they had that re-release back in in 2020. Um, so I'm very fond. And I hadn't grown up with Jurassic Park. I <gasps> didn't see it for the first time. For the first time, I think probably about 2015, 16. So young. I know. Can you believe? Thank you. No one's said that to me in a really long time. Um, so I, I don't have that kind of same emotional connection to it, I think, as I think a lot of movie fans have. But I still was like, oh, this feels like a nice little... Nice little touch. I went to the pictures to see the first one. When you were a little when I was little, cherub. Yeah. yeah, when I was a little cherub. My dad took me to see it. My dad had read the book. Okay. And it was the big movie at the time. So yeah. I was like, well, let's go and take it. But he was also like, the 
bug's really violent. Yeah. Like, isn't you know, it? Like, you know, when like the, the, the Dilophosaurus attack mm. and like, you know, he's blinded, but he can feel like something hot in his hands, yeah. but oh. he realizes it's his intestines. Yeah. And listening to that, by the way, with a, with a person, I can't remember the name of the, of the, uh, the narrator, but the person reading the audiobook is very sort of Willem Dafoe mm. in the performance. And it's all very like this and Ellie Sadler. And, uh, and so that was quite a lot for me it's hearing a, that yeah. when I'm just tidying up at home at the end of the night trying to unwind. So my dad was like, uh oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, am I making, uh -oh. am I being a bad parent here by taking my seven year olds to go and see Jurassic Park? But it's Steven Spielberg. It's That's a, a family PG. Friendly. Yeah. It's probably going to be fine during that like first Raptor sequence. The, I instantly just buried my head into my, my dad's oven and he went, uh oh, I've made a terrible yeah. mistake. <laughs> but looky now. But it was fine. After that, I was, I was broadly okay. I was a yeah. bit scared during like, the T-Rex stuff. But oh, yeah. that opening sequence with the Raptors, I was so scared of. And yeah. I was then chatting to a friend of mine a few days later because he then went to go and see it. Mm -hmm. I remember this conversation so vividly. And he started reenacting the rap sequence of like the guy like in he like got into his wardrobe and like grabbed it, it's just being like being pulled in. And the guy going, shoot her, shoot her. I had no memory of what he was talking <laughs> about. Because you were hiding the whole time. <laughs> so I just had to pretend that I remembered You're it. Just sat in the corner like, hmm. Yeah, what about that bit when the 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 gills go wild? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. That's a nice little reference to that in the trailer as well. It is, yeah. yeah. Love that. Uh, anyway, so we talked about the Lightyear trailer instead. Oh, uh, yeah. And Kai here says, I think the end credit sequence will have the toys having just watched the film on a portable Blu-ray player. And they said something funny about uh, to send everyone home happy with a laugh. Maybe that's how they make the shows and the films, just to make all the toys and the products that just make the most money. I think this is a movie that was made in the world of Toy Story, and the toy was based on the movie, not the real Spaceman. I am into that. I, I do like the idea of them all sat around watching a portable DVD. Or like, some, I don't, I'm into it. That's entertaining to me. Uh, Rich Nor, is it just me, or are Dan's nails looking great? Yeah, I didn't do my nails this week. So apologies specifically to you. <laughs> And Dion <laughs> says, yes, with that white shirt and the jeans, that boy came yeah, ready. I really tried last week. I like did white nails and wore white specifically on purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and I was thrilled that someone noticed. I am just very sad that I have not been able to follow through this week. Because I'm also getting my hair done, so I haven't been able to style it. Because you can't style it when you've got to have it bleached. It's a, it's a whole, you don't understand what I go through. <laughs> Between this and the dishwasher, it's just a lot. <laughs> and lastly on that, Dion says, uh, L-M-A-O... Dan is such a vibe. Oh, well, let's print that out and frame it and then hang it behind us each week. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's hear what you're vibing about this week. Uh, here is the show. We recorded last week. We did. And then not one hour later after we recording did they drop the new trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. They did do that. You yeah. don't ever think of the content creators universal. Thanks guys. That's... And then we had the Superb Owl over the weekend. Oh, it was there. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Did you watch the little halftime show? Uh, I did, of course I did. Good. I'm a man in my mid-30s. That show was designed to sp like, for me, basically. Exactly. Mary J. Blige, popping around, family so, affair. Yeah, what is a dancery? A dancery? Yeah. I don't know. Will we ever? 
let us know comments. <laughs> but we also had plenty of trailers being released. Uh, we had the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We also yeah. had like Jordan Peele's Nope was released yeah. over around that weekend. And I don't know, you're super excited to talk about this. The new trailer for Sonic 2. Oh, I, you know, I, I went to the IMAX, but yesterday, and got to see it again. <gasps> On IMAX? And I got to see the big <gasps> Sonic 2 trailer in IMAX. Was it like the one with the, the, the death egg in it? Y yeah. <laughs> No, 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 but for real, I'm I'll asking. be honest, I looked it out. <laughs> Daniel! I had, a, I had a text to send. <laughs> All right, A, why is your phone on, Dad? Because it was the trailers! The trailers are an important part of the movie experience, yeah, Daniel. I was on my own, it's fair. Yeah, all right, fine. I, I hold my hands up. It would not be on during the movie. Just the trailer. Oh, I mean, I don't know whether I can believe it. And it was now. before the bit came up at the finish that said, now, please put your phone away. <laughs> and when the man tells me to put my phone away, I do. Mm. I do. Because he scares me. Always doing what the man tells you. <laughs> Such a sheep. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, Sonic 2, for me, biggest trailer of all time. Huge. Feature of the Death Egg, yeah. Sonic V Knuckles, biplane and all that sort of stuff. But we are going to talk about the Doctor Strange trailer. So mm. should we give it a quick watch now? I would love to give it a quick watch now. You watched it three times yesterday. I watched it this morning on the way. Yeah, yeah. I've watched it. I, I, I am so in. Have you seen the TV spot as well? Mm. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, absolutely. so let's let's I've, do it. I watched it multiple times, but let's give it one more watch. See if there's things we might have missed. I love a close-up eyes shot. Oh, then you're gonna love this trailer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack as well is. Love the sort of design he's got going on there. His bed sheets. Very calm. Now, did see someone pointed out that his hands are fixed. They aren't scarred yeah. like oh, they've been in previous okay. movies. Well, does that mean that he's our strange? Mm. Do you know what I mean? To protect our world. To protect our world. Is this our world or someone else's? All of ours. Mm. Wong is very serious in this trailer in a way that he kind of isn't in the rest of the, the franchise. Yeah. She looks great. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. Honestly. It just all is so much. But like Baron Mordo now. Now we're going to get stuff with the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. What's this? We should tell him the truth. Who knows? Who, could, could, it, who could it possibly be? This bit yeah. messes me up. That's so Sam Raimi. Yeah. Things just got out of hand. Oh, it's just tasty. Love that Captain Marvel. American Chavez. Not Shuma Garth, we'll talk about that in a second. This bit. Back to the WandaVision sets. Come on. It doesn't seem fair. Tasty. <laughs> that is tasty stuff. Oh. It's just chef's kiss stuff, isn't I it? I have so much time. Do you want to watch it again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I probably would just keep watching yeah. it again. Uh, I'm, I have all the time in the world. Yeah. I, um, oh, I, I actually did accidentally press uh, start again there. There you go. Right, okay, so let's, let's start from the top here. Please. 
I'm going to say start from the top. Let's talk about Professor X. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. Do you know for sure that that's Professor X? Well, could it be? Certainly. I mean, who do you think it is? Well, I don't know. I just like the idea of of just playing with it. What if what if they're psyching us out and actually Patrick Stewart is is just playing someone else entirely? Is that Patrick Stewart's voice? We're accepting that as as gospel. I'm pretty sure. Like, if I'm a betting man, I'm not. I'm 99% sure that that is Patrick Stewart. That is Professor X. That was a bald head. It was, and uh, well, at least an ear. Everyone was like. I'm in. Stop. Uh, yeah, that is 100% what if Professor X. What if it's Tilda Swinton's ancient one doing a really deep voice? Because she's bald. She is. She is bald. There you go. I don't think it's I'm just Swinton trying <laughs> to mediate any expectations just in case. No, but, know? <laughs> no, no. I think that is very much being like, by the way, guys. Oh, P.S. Yeah, yeah. Just FYI. You know, like how, I mean, this is a bit of a wrestling thing. We've got some wrestling fans watching this. Yeah, they've, heard, they've, they've heard of it. They've, they've heard of this. There's a crossover. Like, they, they talked about how like CM Punk coming back to AW last year was the world's worst kept secret. Yes. Like that is what Professor X in this trailer is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what's going on. I shouldn't fib anymore. Yeah. yeah. He's in it. About a month ago, we did an episode on this where we talked about the the rumours yeah. for Doctor Strange, which was that we were going to get the MCU version of the Illuminati. Yes. Now, the Illuminati in the comics was Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Reed Richards, doing this off memory now, Namor, Black Bolt, and Professor X. Yes. But we're going to get a slightly different lineup in this uh, the MCU version of this. Mm-hmm. The lineup that had been rumoured was that it was going to be Professor X in his animated series uh, Hovering Yellow Chair. Oh, you were very excited about the Hovering Yellow Chair. I sure was. Hayley Atwell's Captain Carter. Now, did you see the poster? There is, in the poster of Doctor Strange 2, there is the Captain Carter shield. Is there really? Yeah. I saw the Illuminati logo. Yeah, there is also, there's a a cap shield and a Captain Carter shield (gasps) tucked in the bottom corner. Which really does. Get into it. It really does start to like lend credence to the idea that this. These so, like, just are right down here. Mm. If you zo- if you zoom, hold on. Oh no, I don't know if that's the one. <coughs> trust me, trust <laughs> it exists. Mm. Put it in the edit. Put it in the edit. <laughs> well, I'll take your word I for promise. it. <laughs> I promise. I was looking at it. Okay, this but it says here it's tough to spot, but in the bottom right hand corner, there's a shard of glass that is reflecting the shield of Captain Carter. Hint: It looks like the Union Jack. I don't have Wi-Fi on my phone. I really <laughs> want to prove it. I really want to. It is there. Look, I promise. Someone, so, so it's happening. Someone else is also saying that. There as it well. is. There uh, it is. Also, Monica Rambeau as a as Captain Marvel, a yeah. variant of Monica Rambeau. Um, are we establishing Photon? Is that the character's name? Mm-hmm. Mike Rambo's character is, is that who that is? I think it is. I think some people are called that online. Yes. Right. Okay. I don't know if that. I didn't know if we were going there in the MCU. If we're just going to play with her. But I'm pretty sure that's who we're seeing in the trailer gotcha. as well, fighting okay. against uh, Wanda. Yeah. Some people. I did see someone online say it could have been um, uh, Tom Cruise's Tony Stark, which we talked about in that episode, but. I think it's probably more likely to be the variant Monica Rambeau, Captain I would Marvel. Like it if it was Tom Cruise, she would tell H four's Mordo, yeah, who which... is in this trailer, and he is the one that says you will have to pay for the crimes you have committed, yeah. which certainly makes sense for him to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And then Balder the Brave, who's probably the least interesting person in this lineup, right? Um, and well, actually, but the, perhaps the most interesting one is that this Illuminati is going to contain Reed Richards, mm-hmm. played by John Krasinski. Mm. That we don't know, but we have seen half of those people very much within this trailer. Yeah. And the shot of Wonder at the end, where it zooms into her eye, you kind of look closely at the detail of that. It does look like that is at the Illuminati location. I'm going to put in a little pin in Wonder because I need to spend at least 60 minutes talking about her. Okay. But 
please do continue. Which makes me think that Wanda's whole goal here, because she has that line where, you know, it's like, hey, you mess with the multiverse and you're a hero. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, I'm yeah. the villain. That doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. Is she, like, is the climax of this movie her going to try and destroy the Illuminati and destroy this whole sort of setup for it? Well, this is, this is, this is where that pin is in Wanda for me, because mm-hmm. this trailer, for me, is all Wanda everything. Yep. First of all, looks incredible. Second of all, the delivery of that line is so delicious and almost vaguely Agatha. Okay, I adored WandaVision. It was my very best thing in the world ever, right? So every part of it and what it did for the character, the the pathos of it, set her up for this pretty incredible thing. And the idea that she's going to go off and do villainy in some way or be that kind of anti-hero where it's like, oh, you're so justified and also I really like you, so I'm kind of on your side even though I think what you're doing is wrong. Mm. There was always the kind of tease around WandaVision that people mm. thought they may do the the no more mutants mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Where she basically just, you know, I'm just going to wipe out yeah. uh, a whole, like, a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, are we going to get, like, that real villain, mm. Scarlet Witch? I would love to see. Because also in the movie, in, also in the trailer, you have Doctor Strange playing with what looks to be her chaos magic. Mm. So is that some form of I'm trying to get my head around her? Do I have to be the one to sort of stop her? kind of thing. I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued by the idea of her going off still kind of broken, still yeah. kind of hurt. And if, especially because with the spoilers, end of WandaVision post-credit scene, mm-hmm. the idea that I mean it's the whole Young Avengers thing in general, but the idea that her kids may exist in some way shape or form, mm. that's enough to set her off again. Yeah. I'm very here for it. So we talked about Professor X, talked about the Illuminati, uh, Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think we could probably rule out that superior Iron Man as Tom Cruise. I, I'm fairly confident that is just Monica Rambeau. Just let me drink. <laughs> We've also got that what if Doctor Strange, where it's like, things are about to get out of here. And we also have little zombie Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. So that is like, it's really interesting how they've taken the what if series yeah. and have now been like, and that is 100% canon, mm. which is how we're going to get Captain Carter yeah. into the movie. But also, now I've been uh, calling it Shumagoroth whenever I've talked about this with my friends, but I have been now been informed it is not Shumagoroth. Okay. It is actually, they've been re- they've, rebrand- they've rebranched it, you fool, uh, to Gargantos. Which one's that one? Now, so that is the big squid. Thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The yes, Doctor yes. Strange is fighting. Yeah. So... Shimogoroth is... Uh, I'll just read you this a uh, little bit here. Please. Um, he was a long-time comic book villain of Doctor Strange, and he is a multiversal being. Mm-hmm. I know him mostly from Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on the PlayStation. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where I used, that's where I first encountered Shimogoroth and played it as a bunch. That's some deep lore, <laughs> yeah. But apparently they have rebadged it to Gargantos, which is actually a different villain from a from the Submariner comics oh. from Namor, and the reason for this, uh, this was a statement made to Comic Book by uh, Heroic Signatures, the owners of Conan the Barbarian and his related characters. They own the rights to the name Shuma Gorath. Marvel Studios simply didn't ask if they could use it in the movie. Well, you always got to ask. So that is why. So, so they've it, done a little bit of IP switching. Yeah. So the name Shimogarth comes from the prose fantasy story written by Conan creator Robert E. Howard that wasn't published by Marvel and it predates the Marvel well, universe. There you go. So that is why they have rebadged it, you fool. Which makes sense. But also, the whole sort of squiddy terror mm. makes me uneasy. But I, well, my point I was going to make was he's in What If? 
Oh, right, okay. In a few episodes, in fact. Yeah. He's in the first episode with Captain Carter. Yeah. And then is in the episode with Doctor Strange, Doctor the Doctor Strange. Strange that we get in this uh, movie mm. trailer here. So there's so much like interconnectivity and tying up, which I think we've come to expect from the MCU. Yeah, but in a way that I mean, it was a whole thing when they when they started announcing all of the shows. It was like, okay, which ones am I going to watch? And am I am I this that for me? It was like the end of my time with the MCU as like a super fan. And then WandaVision came out, and I was like. Oh, I'm oh, back. That in. was tasty. <laughs> I'm going to watch all of these, and I think that anything I did, I actually didn't watch What If. So the idea that they're going, you, you probably should go and watch that. It's a good time, and also it will it will come back into play. It's very smart. I also don't think that anyone expected it to be this pivotal to a movie. Yeah, well, exactly. Because what if comics were always just a well, they, well that's what they were. They're just yeah. what if, just a, like a hey, what if. What if Karen Page hadn't been killed by Bullseye? Right. You know, yeah. what if this had happened? It's what a if fun little happened? thought experiment. Exactly, yeah. But what this is doing is is turning it into something that I think that we don't get that much of and we haven't had for a couple of years because of events, dear boy. But that kind of event cinema, that kind of cultural milestone that Marvel has swum in and become for the longest time, we had it with Spider-Man and everyone needs to go to the movies and see Spider-Man. They're setting up this this film to be exactly that. Something that we are all going to be talking about. So you're all going to want to be in that movie theatre, all experiencing it at the same time. It's very smart. I cannot wait for I'm it. I'm really very excited. I might dress up as Scarlet Witch. Mm. Mm. I think you'd look really good. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. But which tiara are you going to wear? Are you going to wear the one from the show or the slightly different one that's uh, appeared in this movie? The one from the show that looks vaguely China, WrestleMania X7. I think mm. that's the one I'm going to go yeah. for. Are you going to go as Professor X? I mean, it's the most. E it's the easiest question for me to do. Would you like to talk a little bit more about Professor X? Oh, I mean, we we do have to move on. But I know, but what, I'm just allowing you the opportunity. What I would say about the Professor X thing yeah. is that Marvel did also announce recently X Men '97, which is the follow-up cartoon to the old '90s X Men series, which would feature Professor X in his floating yellow chair. One and of if, these weeks, I'm going to paint these yellow for you. <laughs> and if, if there's one thing that we know about Marvel, is that it's all connected. Out now this week, get your Channing Tatum glasses at the ready. Dog is out in cinemas this week. You got to go I see did. This. I went to a little, uh, little screening of it. It's a delightful little movie, I have mm -hmm. to say. If you're a dog fan, which I am, you're sort of going to be in because this dog is an absolute star. Um, dog, it's small case D dog fan, like a fan of the, the concept of a dog. Channing Tatum is very, very good. I don't think and he really gets his due as often as he should. And this movie is very much about a guy who has issues that need to be healed, a dog that has issues that need to be healed, and, and how they can sort of find that together. It's very they're American. Like, like Turner and Hooch. It, almost, almost identical to, mm, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very American in its sort of uh, way. It's, it's very American, but it's also really charming, really good time. I gave it a little cry at the end because I like dogs. A bit like Turner and Hooch. <laughs> also out this week, Uncharted, Death on the Nile, Marry Me, Jackass Forever. Sing to Belfast, Scream, Moonfall, and, would you believe, Spider-Man No Way Home. Crikey, that's a lot of movies. I think, it's a big week. It's a big week, yeah, isn't and it? And something I love about this lineup this week is that, and I, I'm really, I'm going to apologise up front for saying it like this. 
but there's something for everyone. There really is, like... Dan, this is why we bring you here. <laughs> but there's something... No one else could have said that and made it sound like a convincing thing to say. It's true, though, because, like, I think that if you go to the movies, you everyone has different tastes. Everyone has different, like, oh, I like to see that on this. Everyone has different tastes on different days. You might wake up in the mood for something... Something nice and casual, something very, very, you know, a, a nice old yarn. Go and see Death on the Nile. You want to see something big and 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 brash and, and action-y? Go and see Uncharted. You want to see a cinematic event that you're never going to forget for the rest of your life? Go and see Marry Me starring Jennifer Lopez. There's something for everybody. I, ha I do have to ask. Yeah. You got to go and see it last week. I did. I mean, I know that everyone flooded and flocked to your Instagram review yeah. of it. What did you make of it? I had such a good time. So I showed up and there was a wall. It was a, it was a, it was a screening because I'm very special. Mm -hmm. There was Invited a wall. personally by Jennifer Lopez. She, yeah, she texts along. Uh, there was a wall of champagne. Prosecco. But like there was a, there was a wall <laughs> of like the, the glasses and you had to go and you got your own. I had three before the films died. I was so excited. Wow. Uh, at the beginning, Jennifer popped up on screen and she's like, thanks so much for coming out to my movie. The audience clapped her. I was so happy. And then during the film, I just was having such a good time. It is that kind of, it's it's a rom-com. It's very self-aware. It's very, it's, you know, fun and good. And I liked it. And I could see while I was queuing up for the movie, all of these, these like girl groups, like gangs, little girl gangs, like Sex and City vibe. And they were all out to have a good time. And they were clapping and laughing and cheering and responding to the movie. It was such a good time. And that is exactly the audience who need to go and see this movie. I had such a good time. I loved it. I, I'm sorry. It, I, you know. Never apologize for it. No. Is it your pick of the week? No. Plot twist. Because I also went and had another look at Belfast. And I, it's so good. Mm. It's so good. And especially coming off the back of it being showered in nominations across the board. Yeah. I think it's really worth making sure you do get out and go and see Belfast. Because I gave that three cries. That was what I was going to say as well. Like, I think that's probably my pick of the week mm. coming off the back of the, the Oscar noms. Yeah. Like, yeah, you probably want to go and check it out before it probably wins a buttload of awards. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I think when I, when I it was at the, the film festival in, in the autumn and I kind of... Sort of you went to you I'm so special. And I, I sort of like shifted it along. I was like, well, I, that was the one day I didn't get up. Because this, okay, here's how unspecial the film <laughs> festival is. The screening started at 8 a.m. So you have to be in the queue by like seven to get a good seat. Well, to get into town by seven, I need to leave at six. And to be leaving at six, I need to be up at five. Very unglamorous. I can't do that for 12 days in a row. The day I missed was Belfast because I had heard maybe it's kind of fine. And it felt like it was going to be just this sort of Kenneth Branagh project that he wanted to do. No, it's so beautiful. It's so well formed for across the cast it's gorgeously shot it's so well conceived it says so much it's very interesting especially for something that we don't really fully understand the perspective of even though it happened within the uk i think i, th I just think it's a really important thing to go and see in this particular moment with all of the nominations it's getting also it's uh, it. we were in a bit of a unique uh, everyone's in a unique situation mm. where you can do a Kenneth Branagh double bill. You can, and I did, indeed. I saw Belfast one night, the next morning I'm up and I'm seeing that big moustache on the screen. Yeah. Um, this is not a spoiler. I should tell you, the moustache has an origin story in Death on the, Death on the Nile. Yes. So if you want to see that, hi the to your super screen. That's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, Uncharted and IMAX. Or 4DX. I don't know if it's in 4DX. I should check that. It is. Okay. Uncharted in IMAX. Also a really good time. Or 4DX, throw yourself around, 
be sprayed with lots of things. And there's a lot of opportunities for spraying. Mm. And I'm hoping that a lot of it is just the scent of Tom Darland. Oh, come on. The wet t-shirt accent alone is worth it, the price of admission. And I want to smell his hair gel. <laughs>Tickets are available now for The Batman. Please do click the links in the video description down below. I mean, we talked about Doctor Strange. We talked about Spider-Man, like, yeah. over on the DC side of things. Mm -hmm. Dead excited for The Batman. That was another trailer that was on an IMAX before us were Uncharted. Did you get a texture in that one? No, I watched that one. I gave that one. You watched The Batman, but you didn't watch the Sonic Jet Dan Layton. I'm sorry, am I betraying you? Am I not allowed to come back? I, mean, I will allow you back because Ollie is not free on Thursdays anymore. But... <laughs> <laughs> so Only that reason. Other than that, I'm dead to you. You're not going to send me any messages. No more. I am going to drag you kicking and screaming <laughs> to that Sonic 2 screening. I'll, I'll go. I'm very excited. It's my Valentine's Day tradition. I just had a text during that particular trailer. And I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry to this man. And apologize to Sonic. And I'm sorry to Sonic. I'm sorry to this hedgehog. Anyway. But the Batman trailer was very good in IMAX. I'm very excited for this. It's it's on the way. It's so soon. And if you're planning on seeing Batman again and again and again and again, which I'm sure we are. At I'm least sure four. A lot of you are going to do as well. Now is the perfect time to sign up for the Cineworld Unlimited card because if you use the code BATMAN50, you get 50% off your first month. 50, Batman 50. Batman 50. Or if you use the code BATMAN10, Batman 10. you get 10% off your annual membership. It's very simple to remember, 10, 50. Love it, Batman. All about Batman. And you can use that unlimited card for our special unlimited screenings of Ali and Ava on Tuesday the 22nd of February and the Phantom of the Open on Monday the 7th of March which is just before the Batman, in fact. Mm. I love an unlimited screening because it is the crowd who are just really up for it. And it, whatever the movie is, you're just going to go and be with a bunch of people who really want to see whatever is being shown. I've seen Parasite on unlimited screening. I saw Moonfall most recently on unlimited screening. It's always a good time. And we have special screenings coming up soon, including the Royal Opera House's performance of Rigoletto on the 10th of March and on the 26th of February, mm. the 50th anniversary screening of The Godfather. The Godfather. I don't... That was good. I tried. I really, vi I, I, I visualized an impression. Everyone, you're getting some yeah, stifled I, laughter was, from the gallery. What you can't see is behind the camera, every face just turned to witness my utter failure to do an impression. This is why I didn't do it. Because I was going to do it. To yeah. Like, then I was like, but I'm not going to do it because I'll do it poorly. And, and then, then I'll you get... just open the floor for me to absolutely crumble. This is what you get for texting during Sonic 2. Can we go, can we go like unchange it so that no one remembers that I did that impression? Like, <laughs> you want a Doctor Strange? Yeah, this? if we could. <laughs> the fail is no one remembers who downloaded this. I'd take it at this point. That was too much. It's going to be good fun, The Godfather out of the cinema. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you can find out more details on all of the films that we've talked about today and get tickets for them using the links in the video description down below. Uh, from Shin who says, I hope that Lightyear launches a series of Toy Story solo spin-offs such as a Western adventure starring Woody. I 
I think I commented on that You one. did. You said that would be delicious. A full-length Woody's Roundup. There it is. I thought about that for a while after reading that comment because I love the idea of... that. You know that Western? Is it the start of... Oh, my gosh. Is it the start of three? Um, where, like... Where the, it's, like, his, Andy's imagination. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, like, the full CGI. And, of and, it's, it's, and it's showing off everything that they've been able to do in the, in the ten or whatever years it's been yeah. since the first Toy Story. I would love to see a full treatment of that with all of the skill and, and development that Pixar's, you know, animation team have been able to put into all of their work. To see a full Woody's Roundup would just be so tasty. Mm. Would it not? Like, atmospheric Westworld vibe. Come on. But I'm sticking with my guns. This is not a movie set within the Toy Story world. This is... I, I'm going just what Chris Evans has said. Yeah. I still, I still think that's probably it. But the more I sit with it, the more I'm like, if we're gonna, we might as well. Give us a, hey, give us a Bo Peep movie. Give us a Slinky Dog movie. I mean, Annie Potts is always looking for her work, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, Rich Nor here said, uh, bringing up the fact that I kept calling Tim Allen, Tom Allen. You did do that, yeah. Yeah, I did it like three or four times, in fact. And someone said, are you having flashbacks to like the, the Tom, Dolan Tom Dolan situation? And really, it's because I like... The comedian Tom Allen. Yeah. And I just, you know, every time I you think... You want to imagine of, that world. I'd, I'd much rather hang out with Tom Allen than I would Tim Allen. Yeah, and I can't fight you on that. Mm. Yeah. But uh, our last comment here from here, because I think this will anger someone else in the room, in the gallery. Oh, this is That's fun. from Dion. Um, the original Harry Potter, mm. I can classify it as a whodunit. Can you repeat that very quickly for me? The original Harry Potter, right. I can classify it as a whodunit. Oh, that's true. It's just that the who is always Voldemort. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Giveth and taketh away is what just happened to me there. I did not appreciate the follow-up on that. It is a detective story. I'm sorry, it is. There are clues. They have to follow the clues. They don't get it right half the time, but that doesn't make it not a detective story. It's a detective story. She called it that. Come on. Like, Who could it be this time? Oh, it's Voldemort. Again. No, it was Snape, but it wasn't Snape. It was Quirrell. But yeah, technically speaking, it was Voldemort. I don't know who could have done this. Stop, stop, stop it. Stop. This is, this is harassment and bullying in the workplace. <laughs> anyway, Dan, uh, are you going to the pictures this weekend? Uh, I will be, yeah. I will be. What are you going to see? Um, I'm probably going to see... Marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things where I like to wake up on the day and be like, what am I going to go watch now? It's the beauty probably of the limited card, right? There it is. And I, have, I now have a cinema like five minutes from my house. Wonderful. I move specifically for that purpose. <laughs> Well, that is all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you in seven days' time. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. <laughs>